And that's how the theme song goes. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. If you didn't know, this is the premiere podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. I have been having troubles with this laptop and audition all day long. They have been giving me nothing but guff. Nothing but guff. I just got done recording. I just finished recording the uh, application, which is a daily podcast with uh, that I tried. I send to WABE, Atlanta's local NPR station, to try to get hired by them. It's a stupid idea, and I'm slowly realizing that I have nothing to talk about anymore. <laughs> I've it's a half hour show. Really, it started out as nine minutes, and then it went up to eleven, and then one episode went to seventeen, and I just said. I'm going to go to half hour because that's that's what I could do. <laughs> you can't shut me up for half an hour. Like right now, I don't want to do this, but I got But I know that in 10 minutes, I'll be on some type of roll. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> who knows with this show, with the constitutionals? <laughs> this show is uh, way more difficult to do than the application. No, the application is very hard because, you know, because every single day I'm going, I'm, I'm making something, I'm doing, I have to do something about it. And the listens are not worth it. <laughs> the listens and the subscriptions are not worth it. Like I just mentioned on this last episode of the application, it, uh, I, I lost a subscriber, but the listens are fine. <laughs> the subscriber I lost is, and you know, it's minimal, but. It's just like the Constitutionals whenever I lose a subscriber on that one. I think you made it this far in and you stop listening to it. <laughs> you might as well keep going till it's finished. And who knows what will happen with the application when it's done. Maybe it'll be there's a the daily for um, New York Times. That used to be. I think that was a weekly podcast or daily. It was, it was, I think it was daily or weekly. Anyway, uh, the daily before it was the daily, it was the run up. It was a podcast about the election in 2016. And it was, it was a, it was a podcast that, you know, that tried to, it was the same thing, but it tried to get you to know what the, you know, election was about, what kind of news story. Cause it was so crazy. All the news stories around that time, you know, with, uh, the grabbing of the uh, and everything. So I just pointed, if you watch the video, I just pointed to the crotchular region uh, and all that stuff. And, and uh, Ken bone, all this, all this like undecided voters and all this stuff. And whatever happened to Ken bone? Is he dead? <laughs> Cause uh, he, that, that should not have been a story. That was a non story. So anyway, cause it turns out that guy's like a, a real trash pile, <laughs> a real trash pile. That guy turns out to be a real trash pile because, uh, you know, he's still undecided at the time and, you know, all that stuff. Anyway, so, but yeah, it's kind of strange, kind of weird that that podcast became a daily podcast, the run up, and then it became the daily. And then I know I remember for a long time, I just stopped listening to it because it was just so inundated with all this, all this news, which I now dub as negative news. And it's just all this, all this news in this, in this uh, world. And it was just so sad. But then I, I had to get back into it because I'm a news baby at heart, a news baby. <laughs> yes, I was christened under the weight of the news. And then, uh, and then I found myself you know, within the past few weeks, subscribing to more uh, NPR podcasts, mostly not because of the, not because of the job, not because of the application of the job thing, but because uh, I want to get some different things out there. I got tired of the 90, 99 I've already been subscribed to. <laughs> I got tired of the same old, same old. <laughs> I didn't drop any. I just added about four or five more. So now I'm up to, I think like, 
Let's see, I was at 107 at one point, and then I dropped down to 90-something. And then now I'm, I'm probably back up to 104, 105, something like that. So, did you see? <laughs> I, this isn't a gaming podcast, but I saw some leaked footage of the Harry Potter uh, RPG, a rumored Harry Potter RPG from Rocksteady, the same developer behind the Batman Arkham games. I think that's an interesting choice. Uh, WB owns Harry Potter, so that would make sense. And uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a huge Harry Potter head, so but I, I would definitely play that game. I would play anything that Rocksteady does. What was I talking about? The application. So yeah, it's getting harder and harder to make that show. <laughs> like the Constitutionals, I could talk for half an hour about anything pop culture, but <laughs> but with uh, but with each episode of the application. I find it. I have to. I have to make it look like it has to be something that I am. Well, it's, it's something that I am, but it's something that it's hard, especially when it's by myself and there's. It's kind of aimless because it's just me going. Hey, I want this job. Please hire me. <laughs> that's what. That's what the application is. And you know, I have no. I have no qualms with doing two podcasts. I have no qualms with doing multiple podcasts. But I do have issues <laughs> with. One of them being an extension of the constitutionals, <laughs> and but you know with the with the application I've been doing I've been doing themed episodes uh, essentially, and if you listen to which I doubt anybody who subscribes to this podcast does, well maybe who knows, uh, listen to Hollywood Handbook, which is an Earwolf podcast, which is it is is a show with uh, two comedians, two writers for television and stuff, uh, who Sean, Sean and Hayes, Hayes and Sean, Hayes Davenport and Sean Clements, who try to, who are, who, who play these characters of themselves, caricatures of themselves. Uh, and they have celebrity, celebrity guests on, you know, in quotes, cause everybody's not giant. <laughs> You'll be like Tom Sharp playing a partner and Charlie, you know, people like that. Like, like, you know, alternative comedians, I guess, whatever. If you want, if you want to dub it like that. And so they have these people come on, and Hayes and Sean play these heightened versions of themselves, uh, and they and it's just it's like a talk show, but it's not really and not not a talk show, but you know it's just two two people talking to one other person, and it's it's like this one big joke, and it's hard to describe because it is because <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Go listen to an episode of Hollywood Handbook. Don't take it seriously, and you'll have a good time. It's a very funny show, uh, and so and so, so and uh, you know, recently they've been doing the show for a long time, for a few years now, and recently they've gotten—I wouldn't say bored, <laughs> but they, they don't care about the show. I don't say—I wouldn't say they don't care about the show anymore. But the show is hard to make because it's because it, it is aimless, just like the application. It is aimless, uh, and. So they've been having these themed episodes, like what if the show was this other podcast? Uh, what if the show was um, Comedy Bang Bang? How would it go? What if the show was uh, Fake the Nation? How would it go? You know, and and then and they would do it, but they don't explicitly say that. Like, what if it was that? What if it was this? What if it was that? They they'll say they'll they'll just they'll hint at it, and then and then you know they'll go on from there. It's hard. It's really again, it's hard to describe. So anyway, so for the application, what I've been doing is uh, ever since, you know, the idea episode, I have just been throwing out themed episodes. You know, episode five was the idea episode was episode four. Episode five was trying to make a website. Episode six was me just talking, not talking down, but really uh, 
making fun of WABE's output for podcasts already. Then I give them uh, episode seven is uh, how we can work pledge drives into the podcast, how people can get bonus stuff from that. Uh, Episode eight was talking about my flaws and why they probably wouldn't want to hire me, which is a bad idea in itself. Episode nine was talking about how the other jobs that I didn't get that I've applied to, which is like over at least 400. Episode 10 is another idea episode. Episode 11 is... I just recorded yesterday. I don't know what that is. Uh, oh, it's <laughs> it's one where I talk. I give a 30-minute story about my not. It's a non-story about how I went to the WABE offices and I tried to talk to somebody and I gave them my resume. And then the episode I literally just recorded and published 30 minutes ago it what is, uh, is me doing reverse psychology and saying, I don't want this job in the first place. <laughs> and I talk about the movie A Star is Born <laughs> for 30 minutes. And then I then I give, which I now believe is an illegal phone call, like I recorded the phone call, and, but whatever. There's no names, and I but I do say I am going to call the station. <laughs> whatever, I don't care if they're going to hire you, they'd do it by now. I think you should. I think they should definitely hire you though. W, I think you should hire me, WAB, because this is the constitutionals, and they're not listening to this. <sighs> oh my gosh. And now we're doing this. And now we have to now we have to record the constitutionals, which is a good, good old fun time. Uh, let's move in. Let's move into what I wrote down. So uh, fall TV television season has started. So I've been watching a, a few shows again. I uh, as I mentioned before, I pretty much only watch half hours right now. Uh, I don't think I've ever said this. I don't think I've said this out loud. I watch only half hours right now because they're easier to digest. And I don't want to sit down and watch, you know, an hour of The Handmaid's Tale and feel bad. Even though, you know, I like the show. I like the show. I'm like three episodes in, but it's taken me two months to get there. Uh, So anyway, first comedy I watched is Half Hour. Sorry, because there's going to be some half hour dramas at some point, too. Uh, I watched was I Feel Bad. It comes from uh, ABC and is executive produced by Amy Poehler's Paper Kite Company in three arts. That doesn't matter, but it's Paper Kite. It's an Amy Poehler production and uh, stars Sarah U. Blue. I, um, Sarayu Blue, Sarayu Blue, let's say it like that. She uh, is a wonderful actress. She plays the main character. Uh, she was in Blockers. That's right. She was in Blockers, the movie, uh, opposite John Cena. And she was. She's been on Grey's Anatomy, The Real O'Neills, No Tomorrow. If you remember that show that was on the CW that got canceled, NCIS. Outsourced, outsourced. Oh my god, that show is that show feels like it's 14 years ago. It's really eight. <laughs> and then uh Paul Adelstein, 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 Matt Hurd, Joffrey, Brian George, James Buckley, Zach Cherry, and Johnny Pemberton. So it stars uh Ms. Blue as the titular characters of I Feel Bad. <laughs> She's a titular character. She's a a woman, a mom who's who uh, is working hard at a gaming company, and she comes home and sometimes doesn't want to spend time with her family, or she doesn't want to spend time at work, or she just wants to spend time alone. It's not, it's just episodes like that. Uh, the pilot is very very hard to digest because they're throwing you so much exposition, and pilots are hard. Pilots are very very difficult. Uh, I want another show I watched, uh, Single Parents, starring Taryn Killam and Brad Garrett and a few others, um, is a is a great pilot. And I think that one's on uh, NBC. This no, Soraya Blue's show is on uh, NBC. Uh, Single Parents is on ABC. 
But there are different. I watched the pilots back and back. Hold on. <coughs> oh my god! I almost died. I watched the pilots back to back. I'm gonna leave that all that in. I'm not even gonna edit. I just coughed. <laughs> so I watched the pilots back to back, and single parents really took its time to dig in. It did give you a lot of stuff up front, but then it kind of slowed down and said, okay, okay, now you get it. It kind of rushed it out. I said, now that you get it, here's the show. And then they show you the show. For I Feel Bad, it felt ungenuine or dis, disingenuous. <laughs> Is that the word? It didn't feel like it, what, like what it, what it should be. Uh, and then going in the episode two, they, so ABC did the two episode premiere no NBC did the two episode premiere ABC didn't NBC did the two episode premiere which I think they're burning off their episodes of half hours because the good place premiered with two episodes and now this show premiered two episodes but that second episode is such a step above because it feels like in the pilot everybody was performing but in episode two everybody was at ease the but I want to say there's two saving graces in this show and the in the pilot were uh, uh, Sarah U. Blue's character's parents, Mad Her uh, Jeffrey, and is her name Brian George? No, Brian, all right, Mad Her, okay, Brian George is the dad, and Mad Her Jaffrey, Mad Her Jaffrey is the mother, the grandmother, and Brian George is the grandfather. Wonderful character actors. They're hilarious, and I don't use that word lightly. Hilarious two people. That just that will I guarantee if this show makes it to season two, we'll get an Emmy nomination. They're so fantastic. Uh, and there's an age difference there in that casting <laughs> between the two of them. But you don't even you can't even tell when I when I saw one of their ages, I went, whoa, that person really looks good for their age. So definitely check out. I feel bad. Uh, just force down the pilot. But episode two. Good episode. Single Parents, again, wonderful show. This is a show about Taryn Killam, who becomes, who's a single parent after his wife leaves, I think, or dies. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention. And he becomes the uh, the classroom parent for his daughter's uh, classroom. And so the, the idea is that the the kids' parents are all friends, and you don't really deal with the kids. But it's Taryn Killam, Leighton Meester, uh, Brad Garrett, Kimry Lewis and Jake Coy, all wonderful actors. They're all pretty funny. I could definitely see some stuff that's going to be hammed up a little bit, but you know that's what you do with these. It's a good show. Definitely check it out. I have no qualms about it. I feel bad is is good too. They're both wonderful shows. Uh, I did not get a chance to watch the first or manifest. I did put them down on this list, but I, I, I didn't get a chance to watch it. So now, so last week I also watched, uh, I really wanted to see another Tom Cruise action flick before Mission Impossible 6 Fallout came to Blu-ray, which is now coming on Blu-ray November 20th. No, it's digital November 20th and Blu-ray December 4th. So I'll get on Blu-ray at some point. But uh, I watched The Mummy. It was on HBO. And the mummy remake, and uh, I gotta tell you, it wasn't ha- it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't good, but I did not have an issue. I mean, I did have a lot of issues with it, but I did not have I was I didn't hate it. I had a, I had a decent time having it on in the background, you know, doing other stuff, <laughs> you know, like doing laundry, 
or uh, checking out a YouTube video, I did not have any qualms with it. Uh, Jake Johnson, they killed him off early, but then they had him come back as a ghost, at, like haunting Tom Cruise's character over and over again. You're never going to see this movie, so it's fine. I can talk about it. And and that was like, like I thought, I thought, oh, they killed Jake Johnson. He's not going to come back. And then Jake Johnson came back. And I was, I was so afraid that Jake Johnson wasn't going to come back. I got to make sure this camera still records because <laughs> sometimes it stops after I press that button. I was so afraid Jake Johnson was going to come back. Sophia Butala, Tella's uh, mummy character, I think was killed in the movie. And then uh, Russell Crowe's Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde didn't like the way that was portrayed. They could have done a better job with having a differentiation for both, like for Doc, for Mr. Hyde, he's just angry and he's strong. That's it. And he gets a little sweaty and his eyes get a little, his pupils get a little bit dilated, but that's it. Um, that was supposed to be the uh, the start of the the dark universe, which I did an episode of uh, of Universal's Dark Monster Universe, whatever it's called, and I did an episode of um, the News Time News Time about it about the failure of the movie before even seeing the movie. I and the one thing I mean, this was supposed to be the start of the universe. What they should have done was just make a movie with all the monsters in it. That's what I would have done because because they, they set up all this stuff and. You know, there's that Dracula Untold, which was which was originally supposed to be the first one, but then that one underperformed in 2013, I think, and then this one came out, and then this one underperformed, and then they just cut ties with the entire universe at all, with uh, completely. I mean, they don't have to. This is the universe's things. They don't have like uh, today. Mar- uh, Netflix announced that they're going to do a Chronicles of Narnia, multiple TV shows, multiple films, and uh, and there's it's going to be a shared universe. I don't think. These things need universes. Just make the movie. Stop hyping things up, and in 10 years, we're going to have this. It only worked for one company, and that was Marvel, and that's it. All right? We don't need these. We don't need Superman and Batman. I mean, I, I, I would love to see them team up. I would love to see you know a Justice League that doesn't have nine films built to it. I just want to see Justice League. That's it. You know, just like the, uh, I don't want to see, I, I don't, I don't want to have cute little nods to other movies. I don't need that. That's why, that's why Marvel movies are so hard for me to, to digest because you just gotta, there's so much to keep up with. I haven't seen all the movies and I just don't care to. Dracula Untold was 2014, whatever. Okay. So, so yeah, I saw the mummy. It was not good, <laughs> but, it, but, it, but one thing I do, I do want to say, I want to stress is that that movie looks Phenomenal! There are so many good effects in that movie, good special effects in that movie. Uh, and uh, the next movie I'm going to talk about, Rampage, really good, really good special effects. That movie was way funnier than I thought it was going to be, and I had a lot, of, like a lot of really good belly laughs in that movie. Uh, the Rock did a good job. <laughs> it sounds like I'm joking, but it, it really Rampage for a movie based on a video game. That was a that was a pretty funny movie. I had a good time. The monkey was funny. Uh, a lot of sophomoric, you know action not action but uh jokes and stuff this is the third movie between brad payton and dwayne the rock johnson the first one was journey to the mysterious island and the second one was san andreas which i like i like san andreas that's a fine movie uh brad payton has done a lot of stuff that i don't even know about what's frontier oh the tv show frontier that's his 
director and EP. Well, you know, he keeps getting these chances. <laughs> keeps getting these chances to make these movies. But good for him. Uh, Rampage is about the monkey, the wolf, and the uh, bat turtle thing that head to Chicago and try to destroy it. Jeffrey Dean Morgan plays a country government agent and his accent is so heavy in that movie that it is distracting speaking of distracting Mollen Ackerman and Jake Lacey <laughs> play the villains of the movie and again that's very distracting because I cannot take Jake Lacey seriously no offense to him it's uh nothing no offense to him I just can't take him seriously as uh as a real series he should stick with the comedy um I can only actually I can only see him as not plop from uh, the office uh, or Pete, sorry. His name is Plop. His nickname is Plop in that show. But I can only see him as uh, how to how to be single. Leslie Mann's boyfriend. <laughs> That's the only person. I can, and like, <laughs> there's a part in that movie that is really creepy. Where and I've done some creepy stuff. Let me tell you. Uh, no, let me not tell you. <laughs> Keep it between me. <laughs> <laughs> that was really bad, uh, but he he uh, he he keeps he keeps stalking Leslie Mann's character, uh, even though she's like I'm a she keeps going I'm a pregnant woman why would you want to date me and he's just like because I like you, <laughs> and <laughs> and he buys her a Christmas tree. The, when he buys her a Christmas tree, I think that is the weirdest thing to do for somebody. That's like in Barry. And uh, HBO's Barry, the TV show, I think in like episode three, he goes to a party with a girl that he slept with once and she casually mentions that she needs a laptop. He brings over a MacBook Pro, which isn't the funniest. <laughs> like you see it in the car, you go, oh, oh, what the heck? Um, back to Rampage. Uh, Joe Magnolia was in the movie for half a second. He dies. PJ Byrne was in the movie. It's fine, fun. Uh, go watch it. I, you're, you're not you're going to lose anything by watching it. And last thing I want to talk about, because it's been some type of time, is uh, so so it's fall TV season, and Lethal Weapon return, and you know everybody's people have been watching the show. Everybody's anticipating what are they going to do about Riggs? What are they going to do about Riggs? Uh, they killed it. So at the end of season two, his his half brother shot him in the stomach at his wife's grave. See, beginning of season three. Uh. Roger Murtaugh gets a phone call, finds out Riggs has been shot. Riggs dies at the hospital, which is which is the biggest fu to to Clayton Crawford that I've ever for, to any actor that I've ever you know it, besides Roseanne because she deserved it, but to any actor that I've ever seen to kill the character off screen. Don't even give him. Don't even give him anything. That is, and what I wrote down in my notes is it was a disrespectful death. So the entire hour, I was, I was so taken out of it. I was so taken out of it. I was, I thought that is the worst way to kill somebody. To say, screw you, we're gonna kill you off screen. You don't even exist in this world anymore. So now this is a completely different world than the movies. And what I thought, I thought the movies were lead, or the 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 TV show was a prequel. This is how I saw it, and this is how I will forever see it. I thought the TV show was a prequel, and now it's not. What they should have done, and then and then they have Sean William Scott's character. He's nothing like well, he's everything like Riggs except he's not mean and belligerent. 
but he's just as crazy. He'll do crazy, stupid things, which is why would you have the same character? I mean, and then and then also it was announced today that they're going to bring in a, of. So they got rid of uh, the Bowman, who is this uh, basically he was a model that they brought in in season two. He's a model in the story model. They brought in and then they turned him into a cop. He was a model that they turned into a cop. And then he basically had some real, he, he had like real police cases and stuff. <laughs> and then in this season, he's not there anymore. And now uh, his partner is getting a new character who's going to be the female, ver- who has been described as the female version of Riggs. We don't need another person like this. That is so lazy. It's still a good show. It's still the same show. We're just down Clayton Crawford. That's so disrespectful, though. They didn't have to kill him on screen. They could just say he's in a coma (laughs) or they could say, oh, he got better and he moved away forever. (laughs) That's it. God, that is so disrespectful to just kill somebody off screen like that. Oh, man. And so now, so Sean, what I, so, but what I would have done, Sean William Scott did a good job. He's a, he's a, he's a good actor. I like him. He's very funny. Uh, and, and, and everything he does. But what I would have done was I would have either sent Riggs away. They fired Clayton Crawford. So I just would have said, oh, he got better. And we, and we're sending him away and he's going to go live with his girlfriend forever. He got, uh, he still got shot, you know, whatever. But then after that, I would have brought in Sean William Scott and said, oh, this is Riggs' long lost cousin. <laughs> and oh, good thing. You can still call him Riggs. <laughs> And then that would have been it. And then, they, or they could have brought they could have brought in uh, Sean William Scott as Martin Riggs again. And then, like, so he could have so Riggs could have gotten shot in the chest. And then he uh, then they flash forward six months, and then he wakes up from a coma. They say we had to we had to change your face around a little bit to preserve. And he wakes up, and he's Sean William Scott. And then he gets he gets back to the precinct, and everybody's like, "Oh, you look different, Riggs." And then I would have been fine with that. But what a disrespectful way to, to kill somebody, to to get rid of a character. And uh, also, Forza, so today, yesterday, uh, was the release of Forza Horizon 4, which is a video game on the Xbox One console. The interesting thing is that the uh, this, there's there a second subscription service other, other than Xbox Live Gold, where you can subscribe every month and you get two, two to three free games a month. But they have another uh, subscription called Game Pass. And Game Pass, you get 100 games for $10 a month. And you and, and you get to download them. You get to play them as much as you want. And they're games from Xbox 360 and Xbox One. But they started including, at E3, they announced that they're going to start including their first-party releases. So Forza's, your Gears, your Halos, all of that's going to be included within the Game Pass. And so yesterday was the first, was the first major Game Pass release which was Forza, you know, before it was like State of Decay and something else and, and State of Decay 2 and something else. But today, yesterday was Forza Horizon 4, and that is a really good game, very beautiful. I played it for like two hours yesterday, last night before I went to bed, before I watched an episode of The Simpsons and went to bed. I watched two episodes of The Simpsons, and I, I'm not going to lie. It's a great game. Definitely check it out very fast. Had a good time. A lot to download. In a couple of weeks, Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming out, so I got to... I got to make room for that. I got to get a job. I don't want to play video games. I got to get a job. I want to work. 
<laughs> okay, anyway, speaking of work, uh, if you liked what you, what was happening here, you can always head to the website, cpluscomedy.com, where we are getting some more interviews coming out soon. Hopefully, I was about to say the names, but if they don't go through, then I'm not going to say the names. You can follow us on Twitter at cpluscomedy. Follow me on Twitter at chatblackwhite. Like us on Facebook. Continue listening to this podcast. Also, check out the application, please. Seriously, if you subscribe to this podcast, check out the application and listen to it. It's a, it's a completely different show than this. I joke around and say that they're the same. It's a completely different show than this, uh, where I'm basically trying to convince Atlanta's NPR station to try to hire me as their next. They have a position called audio slash podcast producer, and I really want that job. So I've, I've already talked about this, but just go ahead and subscribe to it. It's a really great show. I really enjoy it. And it's it's more produced than this show. I'll tell you that much. And tweet at them, please. They will accept it. Also, do you like this Tiger Woods photo I have up here? I know he's not the best guy, but <laughs> I've had that for years. And there was a nail there, so I said, nah, why not hang something up? Really brings the room together, I think. <laughs> what was I doing closing up the show? Also, head to the web page, youtube.com slash C plus. You like how I saved that? YouTube.com slash C plus comedy, where you can watch video versions of this show as well as the premiere show, News Time, which is a weekly news show that's kind of like last week tonight, the daily show, but if it had less jokes, <laughs> it was way less funny. And it just covers entertainment news. Really good. This week's episode is kind of a continuation of last week's episode. It's talking about if. If Fox, what if Fox and Disney and Comcast, they're all fighting to own Hulu? Well, Fox and Disney on one side and Comcast on the other side, they're all fighting to to earn to own Hulu because Disney now owns 60 percent. So what should Comcast do? That's a that's basically what the episode is. So definitely check it out. It's a really good episode. And uh, I do some different things in there that might be happening going forward, hopefully. okay. thank you for listening. I very much appreciate it. Subscribe to the application. Thanks. Bye.